Love and lies, these two have gone hand in hand throughout the ages. Of course, the perception of love, especially, has varied the most. Today, we focus on Victorian England, which, to say it plainly, had some odd rules when it came to love and marriage. We're going to dive into a complicated story which took place in Victorian England. It was written by the esteemed author, Oscar Wilde, and for a special treat today, we have some of the characters in this story five years later, ready to discuss their lives. I'm Carter Mitchell, and you're listening to Making Sense of Love and Marriage. You don't love someone for their looks, or their clothes, or their fancy car, but because they sing a song only you can hear. I'd like to welcome Oscar Wilde to the studio today. How are you, Oscar? I'm doing good, Carter. How about you? I'm doing fine. Now, today we're here to discuss your play, The Importance of Being Earnest. First of all, would love to ask, where did the idea come from? I got the idea to write this play from a few of my other plays, such as An Ideal Husband and A Woman of No Importance. I see. Now, what's your interest exactly in Victorian England? I mean, you show a great understanding of the subject. Yes, I grew up in Ireland and attended college in Oxford. Upon graduating, I moved to London where I continued to pursue my passion of writing. There I learned about the society of Victorian England and how everything worked. I used satire to critique Victorian standards, such as marriage and class. Now, I've read the play myself, and I can say I can particularly enjoy your characters. Do you think that you can go into a little more detail how to create characters that really engage with the reader and the audience. Yes, the characters in my play are quite the people. They all had interesting personalities and perspectives on life. I created these very engaging characters by creating character foils to enhance the character traits, such as Jack and Algernon. Jack has his life in check while Algernon was struggling with debts and living in the city. This really amplifies their personalities. Also, satire which I use in all of my comedies, really gives the characters and plot an interesting feel. Well, I can say that I'm very excited to meet them today, later on the show. But right now, I have to ask, is any of your story based off your life, or perhaps someone else's you know? Um, it's not based off any of my experiences or someone else's, as far as I know. No one has gotten themselves in quite a mess <laughs> like this. Well, Oscar, I can say it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Got anything you'd like to say to the audience before you go? Thank you for inviting me here and loving my works as much as I do. Thank you. Tired of clumsy, full-fingered work gloves? Then take them off and saddle up with the revolutionary palm saddles. They're the only gloves that protect your palms and give you unrestricted use of your hands. Palm saddles are perfect for the gym, on the field, at work, or out on the open road. Call or go online to palmsaddles.com now to get your pair of palm saddles absolutely free. Just pay shipping and handling. That's right, a full 30 days before paying for them. And if you're not 100% satisfied, just send them back. Call 818-708-0190 or go online to palmsaddles.com. Order now. Before we hop into these interviews, I think that it's important to understand some of the rules when it came to love and marriage back in Victorian England. Basically, 
there are three essential steps when it comes to Victorian era marriages. To start it off, there's courtship. This is basically like dating today, but there are a few major adjustments that are very different. For example, there could be no physical contact between the men and the women until marriage. Next, of course, comes the engagement. Once the couple becomes engaged, they are soon allowed to hold hands in public and hold hands while walking. Finally comes marriage. This is when the women plays the role of the dutiful mother and wife. Protective and sensitive mothers and fathers would often try to marry their children into wealthier families to improve their social status. As you can see, things were pretty different back in the day. And now, finally, we get to meet the men themselves may introduce from Oscar Wilde's sensational play, Algernon Moncrief and Ernest Worthing. How are you today, Carter? I'm just fine, Ernest. What about you, Algernon? Hello, mate. Do you have any cucumber sandwiches? Staying in character, I see. Well, I'm glad to inform you that we do indeed have cucumber sandwiches in the studio today. Oh, crikeys, give me some of them. Okay, then. I'm going to start with Ernest. Now, what is your side of the story? You know, what was going through your mind? Well, as you can see here, Carter, all I wanted to do was ensure going on that I was the one for her because I'm truly in love with her. And she's always wanted to fall in love with a guy by the name of Ernest, so that's exactly what I did. I changed my name to Ernest Worthing, and it turned out to be true since my background is so complicated. And now, Algernon, what were you feeling during this whole ordeal? Confident? Excited? Scared, maybe? I was quite confident that I wanted to marry Cecily and was willing to change my name for her. I was still going to marry her even if my brother tried to stop me. But when Aunt Augusta was questioning Ernest to see if Cecily and myself were okay to marry, I was nervous. I thought she wouldn't allow me to marry her, but in the end everything worked out. So, let's get to the big topic, shall we? How does it feel to finally find out that you have a sudden brother? Um, well, I was quite excited to find out that I had a long-lost brother. I was so shocked that this happened to me, and it was one of the biggest pieces of news that I've ever heard in my life. Algernon, how did you feel about the big news? I was also excited, but I was very confused. I had known you as a friend. It would have been nice to know that I had a brother. I might not have been as far into debt. So, this all happened five years ago, and I have to ask, is everyone still married and happy, or was this some kind of fluke? Everyone is still happy and living their best lives. Yeah, I'm happy with Cecily. We got together so Ernest can see Cecily and I can see my cousin. I finally paid off all my debts and gotten most of my life straight. It's all great. I'm so glad to hear that. Now, just one more question before we wrap things up here. What does the future hold for you two? Do you plan on staying in contact or just living out the rest of your lives in peace? I plan to keep on living my best life and I plan to do great things in my life. Thanks for having me on the show. We write letters to keep in, in touch. Thank you for having me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed tuning into our show today. I'm Carter Mitchell, and this was Making Sense of Love and Marriage. <laughs>